0: footy prime the podcast is brought to you by tony bett official sponsor of the cpl and presenting sponsor of canada's unofficial voice of footy thank you for calling footy prime the podcast for dan wong press one for jimmy Sharman, press two for craig Forrest, press three for all other inquiries please stay on the line and let's get this party started
1: Hello, football fans. Welcome to Buddy Prime, the podcast. That special young man you heard before, the music gets in there. Our very own Jeff Cole. He's got a rather special birthday coming up. He laughed. He Dunny out too. <laughs> he did. Jimmy Brennan. That's okay. Oh yeah. Number that's, to just, you, number to well, you that's why I said
0: Dunlop. That's why I said Jimmy Sharman. Jimmy Sharman, <laughs> I thought I would. But also, there was another thing, and you cut me off because there was more to come. Oh,
1: sorry. Okay, continue.
0: Please stay on the line. For Brendan Dunlop, we appreciate your call. Please stay right. on the line.
1: Good. And For Brendan good. Dunlop, please. St- oh, I can't say that. <laughs> all I get nowadays when my Either phone way. rings is, is some Asian lady. So oh all I get... Yeah. What is it? A, I don't know. I can't understand
2: her. She's speaking Mandarin, I think. But I... Maybe it's Cantonese. really important. I've always wondered how important it is, you know, on the on the scale of those phone calls you get, the ones that come from places like Beaverton, Oregon. I always get uh, there's some place in North Carolina that's always ringing me up too. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you put I, a blog on too where it's my number, like the first yeah. three digits nine oh two, and then blah, blah, blah. and it's like, oh, I must know this person They've got a similar phone number to me. Guess what? I don't know them. Maybe she's Sorry, like, that Gout. entry is
0: invalid. Please try again.
1: <laughs> yeah, the hey, CRC. JC, can you keep pleased. doing that throughout the entire show? Just randomly. <laughs> so, JC, uh, happy birthday.
0: Well, my birthday's not till next week, but thanks. Oh, we appreciate your patience. Please continue to hold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. By the way, also congratulations, JC, on your acting debut—not your debut, but uh, last week on CBC.
0: Well, I'll tell you, it was a it was a bark and good time. Yep.
1: You got <laughs> yourself a little
0: toy today. dog now, hey? I wouldn't necessarily call it a dog. It's like a, a cat with a voice box. Mm. <laughs> so I do apologize. For everyone listening out there, this is my uh, toy dog, which if you wind it up enough, it does a backflip. <laughs> Seems like, like that. Yep.
1: Yep. Did you do Did you any research? noise? I, I apologize that's all right that's all right um but anyway jc welcome back to the show um and and thank you for um your your brilliant acting last week on um what's it called again pretty hard cases yeah you you nailed it you nailed it you're a tough man like you're quite intimidating in that car
0: well you know (laughs) i'm i'm intimidating enough to keep my dog from barking
1: As I mentioned, it's Funny Prime the podcast. Sharma's here, Dunlop's here, Wong is here, JC's here, Craig's here. Um, Jimmy isn't here, supposed to be here. However, we've got some big news and some great news. If you remember to last week's podcast, we had hoped to get a certain young man from Sacramento on the show, a former member of the Funny Prime family, Danny Decchio. And just 10 minutes before broadcast, he-, he bailed. Well, he just didn't shut up this time. We don't know where he is. He's supposed to be here. Isn't here. So I guess it's progress. To off, I guess. Anyone? Yeah.
3: No, well, I'm just it's surprising up list.
1: given that Sacramento won their first match with Danny Zicchio on the sidelines as assistant coach. And and we we're just looking at the USL numbers before uh, the show began today, Craig. And you, you didn't watch the match per se, right? But you were impressed by, by certain numbers connected to the match and the league itself. Ooh. Ooh. I was. I don't even know where to watch the match anyway, do you?
2: I don't know where to get USL. They're stringy, but, is it, I think. But they won 4-2. to two. No, sorry, 3-1 to one, uh, in front of 11,569, which was the highest attendance in the league. They did average in the league. 6300 over 13 matches in week 1 that's not bad
1: it's decent yeah absolutely sure sure they you know they screw the uh numbers around a little bit <laughs> so who else plays in that league we got frank's frankie allops team right at monterey monterey, monterey yeah. bay what else you got there give us some names
2: you got atlanta united which is their uh second team Atlanta MLS too, second yeah. team, yeah. Birmingham Legion, Charleston Battery, Colorado Legendary. Springs Switchbacks, mm. De- Detroit City. FC. Oh, they're in that division now. I did not know that. They they've come up. They were a non-league side for the last few years. That's a big jump for them. Wow. There you go. They play in Hamtramck. That's, that's a that's correct. A yeah, out of a uh, Keyworth Stadium. FC Tulsa, Uh, El Paso Locomotive FC, Hartford Athletic.
0: I'm sorry. That entry is invalid. Please try again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hartford Athletic. Uh, I said that already. LA Galaxies uh, 2, Las Vegas Lights, Louisville City, Memphis, 901. Miami FC, Frank Kiyallop is head coach of the first game. Uh, New Mexico United, New York Red Bulls, second team, Oakland Roots, Orange County, Phoenix Rising, who Frank actually started that team. Pittsburgh Riverhounds, Rio Grande. Jesus
3: Christ, I could be here all night. How many no fucking yeah. that's a God lot of enough. Jesus? But no didn't TFC didn't Danny's team last year. Play in the USL? I'm yeah, right, yeah, here. but so so
1: this year MLS Next Pro is a brand new league for those reserve, well, youth teams, reserve teams, academy. Okay, teams. so
3: how old are these guys who play USL? Like,
1: where well, is? Like, well, they're, they're, it's a young league, but I mean they're they're fully they're pros, they're senior players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. some old guys in there, but there's, there's a, a lot of
2: guys league. that are that are thirty and uh, these playing for these teams that are not affiliated with an MLS sign. Like this is pro. This is probably the top
3: they're going to get. And are they yeah. getting paid? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh
3: yeah. And this pay is anything from uh shopping cart money to and this isn't like, hey, I've got a real job, is it?
2: it? Could be I can afford a mortgage in a place like Tulsa or somewhere in Arizona. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's well, no, when, the,
1: the CPL is essentially a what 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 candidate. Go. Yeah. You know, rather than have USL franchises that start a brand new league of our own. Right. Now the next next the next pro MLS is like third tier, I believe. So USL is kind of in between. But uh, I forget how it works with those MLS teams, Craig, you mentioned that in USL. <clears throat> are they also in the next pro? They have to be, right? I forget Well, I mean,
2: this con the the this league, I mean they have twenty seven teams total in USL. They separate the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. And the only time they those two meet are in the final. Like Mm-hmm. I mean, which is a good way to do it for cost, obviously. Uh, you could have one conference way stronger than another, but you know how that works. So, yeah, so they're separated by uh, East and West. So, that's so, why Frank and uh, D- Danny will be playing each other soon. These are questions that we, we would have asked Deech to answer had he fucking shown up. He, he wouldn't even have known. He's probably, that's probably why he's not come on.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
2: <laughs> he has no idea where he is. He's too busy eating prawn sandwiches at Sacramento Kings games sitting courtside in the NBA. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Well, Danny, if you are listening. That's what we'll are, have to yes. ask him, That
2: We'll have to ask him, is uh, is his team big enough in the town to get you tickets to the uh, basketball? Well, they are. That's why he
1: ditched us last week. Oh, really? Where are I, you didn't realize, I, didn't, I didn't realize the reason. He said he was stuck at the training ground, right? But then he had court sides um, later that evening. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's something. He's he's quite a big deal in Sacramento these days. is Danny Diccio. Mm-hmm. The mailbox belonging to Danny Diccio <laughs> is full.
0: Please try again later.
1: <laughs> he's popular, man. He's very popular. Let me ask you this. Um, is there more chance of deep showing up? on our podcast either today at some point or next week or is there more chance of Liverpool catching Manchester City given that the Reds beat Arsenal 2-0 today. It's one point separating these two teams now. One point, fellas. And of course, they meet in in April. B, if if you're a betting man, which you are, (laughs) who are you leaning on to win this year's Premier League now? I mean, Christ, we, we gave this thing away, what, two months ago? It's done. It's over with. Give him you. You did. I, <laughs> I did. Actually. Yeah. Hey, sorry. I've just got a text from Big D- beach. Um, <laughs> on my way back home now. Totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. God. So he might show up on the on the show at some point during tonight's broadcast.
3: And to go- Jimmy already started drinking for <laughs> St Patrick's Day tomorrow. He's warming up.
2: Well, if we keep babbling about USL teams and we go through the whole roster of Next Pro, then maybe we'll have time for Jimmy and Dickio to join us. Actually, we anyway, should do. if Danny gets on, we should do a quiz with him and see how many teams he actually knows in the
1: That's league. a great idea. That's he a great idea, that. Craig. All right. Quiz master Craig to the rescue again <laughs> when he jumps on at some point. He says he's driving. Home. I have no idea how close he is to the – remember last week we discussed that he could be living in LA. He's got a yeah. seven-hour drive. So I don't know if he's coming on or not. But uh, he's in his car right now. Probably a convertible, I'm assuming, right? Because it's California.
2: A Mazda his hair Miata. It's
1: back. <laughs>
2: uh, it's a Mazda Miata for sure. Oh, Miata, yeah. Anyway, so about he the question, what are you thinking? Big gas guzzler. And now the gas is up so much that he's spending his wages getting back and forth. Seriously. He used to drive that Dodge hearse, remember? The one that looked mm-hmm. like a hearse? Yeah. English English guys love coming over. Like when they come over they love the big boats like yeah. Frank Yallop's dad when he moved over when I when I went over to see Frankie way back in the day. It, it, man, it was it was twice the size of Clark Griswold's station wagon. It was, it was unbelievable those things. It is a couch on the back. <laughs> <laughs> the back seat's a couch. Yeah. And they loved it. Me and Frank would take it out. We couldn't fucking park it anywhere. It was so big. You know who, uh, who also loves American cars? I always find it funny when Europeans drive like American muscle cars. You'd be surprised. Ricardo Quaresma only drives American muscle. He had a bunch of Mustangs. I think he had a, a, a Camaro for the longest time, but a bunch of Mustangs. I think that became kind of his brand.
1: I always find that funny. I couldn't imagine driving a Mustang in England or in Europe. Well, Stangs and Corvettes and Camaros are just revered over there, right? You do see them now and again. They're very rare. Right. They are collector's items and uh people think of oh yeah the vet, what a sports car, that's amazing. Give me a vet over a Ferrari, get Ferraris all the time over there, huh? Yeah. Uh, European cars, who needs them, right? But give me a vet or a Trans Am. Watch out. Oh, oh man. So, so you know, League final race. Yeah. Back back yeah, yeah. So what do you think it be? Race. apparently as Craig reminded me I, I I conceded the race two months ago. Um I've changed my mind. <laughs> what are you thinking it's back on
2: uh, well the gap was 13 points right the fact that we're in the middle of march it's one they've brought it back it's shocking and a testament to liverpool i mean man city slipped up a little bit i think that they've obviously they've they've got their eye on the champions league more so than ever now um with the way things have gone here so advantage liverpool to have pulled it this close like it's going to go down to the wire i still put my betting money on man city because i just think they are a more superior side but they certainly haven't looked it in the last little bit, and they do look vulnerable.
1: And even today, uh, Liverpool resting. Well, and Salah had a knock, so it was, I mean, it was a great eleven. Don't get me wrong, but without Salah there, and then second half, it kind of changed around after a not a great first half. I uh, hate but-
2: the Premier League scheduling fixtures on Champions League Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Like honestly, like fuck off, Premier League. Let us have that day just for that. Fill it up. You want to give us two Friday nighters and two Monday nighters? Do that then. But don't put it on at the same time. It's not fair.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, schedule-wise, Craig, so Liverpool playing Watford (laughs) this weekend. Then they play City at City, whereas City are up against Burnley this weekend in Burnley. Uh, Could be a banana skin there. And then Liverpool, City then play uh, at Wolves against Brighton uh, against Watford at Leeds against Newcastle, May 7th. Then they finish off uh, at West Ham and close off the season at home against Villa. Um, Liverpool, after that city clash, uh, take on Villa at Villa Park. Then they take on United. <laughs> Guaranteed three points there. Then it's Everton, the derby. Then it's Newcastle. Then it's Spurs, Southampton, and then Wolves. So I think it's fair to say City have a much softer schedule. And that does raise some concerns, I think, for most um, Liverpool fans.
2: You're giving my generation the version of the ViDI printer, but it's like with your voice here. Remember a few weeks ago I told you I worked with a producer that said you should voice the car map. He loves your voice. That's what that was there. Did you guys hear a word he said? I heard spurs in there, and I just was
0: in this trick listening yeah. to you. <laughs> may I: You may.: uh, So I did I, I appreciate James Sharman's voice like, like no other. He he has a beautiful, sultry, you know, English-ish sounding voice. It's, it's wonderful. And I did try to pimp him out to my former agency. And I believe you were contacted once, and I don't believe that he followed up. No, I I, that's, I contacted them, and then they didn't follow up to me. So, yes, yeah, so my guy agrees with me. So, I want to publicly shame uh, Roger King and PN Agency, which is well, – arguably the number one non union agency in the country. Uh so if you if you're listening Roger King or PN agency or anyone else who's listening who has a specific agency that goes with, you know, authentic uh accent talent, which you are James Sharman, right? Mm-hmm. Uh then um <laughs> The
1: dog and I agree that this
0: is yeah. bullshit. Well, thank you, JC. Bullshit.
1: There, so, there's a young man in in, in sorry, really I, I, eastern I'm Toronto sorry. who who weeps Yeah. falling asleep each night. I'm, I'm sorry. I just I just I just want to put that out there because you should be the voice
0: of this country and every other country <laughs> that there is. That's all I have to say. There thank you, go. you JC. Thank I love you. you. I just love you, you so much.
2: You, you would be big in places like you know, if the re- if we could measure the reach of the illegal streams, like you are huge in Moldova. Uh, most parts of Northwest England, you'd be massive, right? Each oh, I don't think come.
1: so. No, I, I wouldn't be liked to Northwest England. No, Anything north of Watford, I'd be disliked.
3: <laughs> I, I hear he's big on white supremacists. He's a big, they mm-hmm. are big fans. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Love the clan. Yeah, but you know, you know what, though? You haven't
2: got the real southern accent. You obviously haven't got a northern one. But you're kind of like... You're about as g- generic as it gets. You're not yeah. like the Queen's English. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you're, you're oh, all. You hello. Yeah. Hello
1: there. Everybody. No, I don't talk like that, do I? I'm not Nigel Nigelson, that's for sure. No. But I'm no, not Danny Dickio either. Uh,
2: you're yeah. in between 20 year emigrant and Australia. You're in yeah. between that zone. Yeah. I have no home. Yeah. Where do I belong? You know where I belong? On 30 Prime. Yeah. There's a. All, are, all us commoners. Mm-hmm. We'd be all commoners over there, except for charms, of course. Private, yeah. private school. You're
1: my colonial <laughs> victims.
2: That's what you call it. You tell people that your accent is a colonial
1: accent. Mm-hmm. I do, because it's kind of a little bit of, well, a little bit of England, a little bit of Canada. Yeah. Kind of thrown yeah. in together in this mishmash of nonsense. But when you go there, it immediately thickens, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Even even when I hang out with Dickie, I, I, I notice it, do, it does get thicker so
0: does mine when i was in england <laughs> <laughs> i was
2: waiting for that when i was in uh in england uh wow what is, that was amazing <laughs> i can't remember what i was gonna say oh you want no, to they, call they called me
1: they call me the uh colonial they do who do it in in the uh, in england yeah when i was
2: all the older people there who are all dead now so.
3: Mm. serves them right, they Easy called man. me inscrutable. imagine that what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know there was all <laughs> these English couples in uh in Australia and happened in England too, and the, there was these older because i'm half half Asian they were like that guy is inscrutable, so can, let's look they, up. It, it's inscrutable. it's like a racist term for the old English
1: oh, that sounds horrible that is actually you wow. no, inscrutable means impossible to understand or interpret,
3: yeah, it's because they thought I was uh dodgy. Right up to up to things like, but well, they wouldn't be wrong because no, no. They're, they're right, right on. Up. But they're not allowed to know that.
2: Yeah, they are bang on. What are we, what are we questioning them for? Yeah, Wise old English. Yeah, so it's, it's not because your it's interest. a stereotype. It's not your inscrupulousness. <laughs> we should yeah. ask Teach what that means as well. He's, we well got the word ch- is inscrutable, not unscrupulousness. I know. <laughs> well, ask Teach. We got a better chance of winning the six forty nine back to back
1: than him knowing what that means. Yeah, I'm gonna um, put into thesaurus.com inscrutable and let's find out at the all these words suit suit wonger. Is that what you
2: is that your homepage? Is that what you use when you're writing thesaurus.com? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it
1: comes in handy at times. It does. All right, inscrutable. Um, okay. Is it oh, Jesus Christ. Isn't it, it's not good actually? Oh here we go. I spelled it wrong this way. You spelled it. All right, right. is um is Wunger, Wunger enigmatic? I don't think so. Nope. Um what yeah. does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it means inscrutable. <laughs> Muddy Prime, educating footballers on words that you probably already know. Here's one is is for sure he's not this. Is one that impenetrable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, on the, the on the McGill's offensive line he was. Oh god. Wasn't he? Oh nice. Defense I would have been crushed every week. Hey, you got to this. see some of his footage. Wonger was absolutely killing it. You should see some of his tackles. Unbelievable. We, can we convert these VHSs?
3: Oh, uh, they're continue? I showed Craig. He was, we were chatting about our old days and I showed him and I got this TSN interception and a couple tackles on TSN. And, like what? proper. One of my bud- buddies shared it on Facebook, so it looked actually way better than I ever remember it. You're gonna I think have they it sell the these-
2: solely to share it with me, so I can share it on the Footy yeah. Prime Twitter, buddy. I think they I think sped absolutely. up the camera a bit to make it look like it's like he was fast and everything. Frame
3: but- rate it was the English frame rate. <laughs> That's right 20- 23.98 per seconds. <laughs> no, Hey Wonga, would you proper. say that you are Sphinx like? No. See, the, this is – you're not giving us the – you've already given us the um, – Definition. Definition, but not – these are just words that – Syn- right? Syn- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are synonyms.
1: These are synonyms. That's a terrible word. Synonyms for inscrutable. Right. So alternatives, right, basically, right? It's supposed to be. Yeah. They're- so sphinx-like is and, – and that means um, cat-like. <laughs>
2: Right, you think I tell so? You what, it's getting better all the time. It sounds like a good word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is sounding much better. Really, they were, they, what it is is they, they're looking at him as a, a presenting Asian male who yeah. sounds American to them, which is incredibly confusing, right. but really it's your racial ambiguity that you speak of that confuses the hell out of people. Oh, I'm sure. I'm but sure they've thrown exactly out this word was. that with all the synonyms that Sharman is reading, seems like a complimentary word.
1: It could be, actually. I think the best word is to call him devious. That'd be the best word to use. I
3: think that's the. I think that's kind of the the term that they're looking at.
1: Spot on. Um, yeah.
3: charms snake you may be-
2: like. <laughs> think- Ooh, that's not uh, nice. What he's also <laughs> s- thinks like and snake like at the same time. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, nothing's nothing snake like about. Synonym. <laughs> Quick, Jesus. Quick broadcast nerditry. Synonym. That's probably a word that you've not used on air quite often. Clearly. So are there, are there words that you would see in a script and like have to pause or oh, no yeah. to avoid in general? For me, I'm trying to
1: think, I would avoid them like the plague. Uh, what the hell are they? Probably yours. Probably
2: I would oh. I would intentionally avoid. Probably yes. I would have to stop, and then hilariously, as the years went on, the name <clears throat> Gabriel. I had to stop to say, Colorado Avalanche captain Gabriel Landeskog. Because I have a very good friend of mine, uh, who's like an Italian Canadian from Windsor. His brother's name is that, but they call him Gabrel. So it's always in my, I read it and I always go to say Gabrel Landeskog like an idiot. So, so I stop. <laughs> yeah. Jean Gabriel Pajot. I have to pause and mm-hmm. lose
1: myself in the highlight pack. Decision was one for me as well. Decision. Why isn't, isn't that, that difficult? I, I can say it no problem now, but there's a time there. Forget about it. I'd do whatever I could to avoid. If someone else wrote me a script, which oh. happens sometimes, um, I'm like, oh Christ, they put decision in there. Fuck. Now what? <laughs> and and really? you, you, you you your heart rate would start increasing, knowing that it's coming up. Oh God, it's coming up. Oh my God, it's a raw oh God. <laughs> then you screw it up, and then ah, yeah. God, you need
2: a, you need a therapist.
1: Yeah, no shit, speech therapist. It's <laughs> a damn sure. Anyway, no. Luckily that won't be an issue anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um yes, yeah, <so> at one point. <laughs> these two teams. Quite the tangent that one was.
2: Yep, yep. Hey, Man City's still favorite. Still favorite. I think so given
1: the schedule, actually. Yeah. Did you
3: see uh, did you see Crystal Palace fans though? I saw one of the Twitter it was uh, hey Liverpool, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> which which really I thought that was uh, that was fun and cheeky a little bit which was hilarious. I love those
2: social media teams. Those people don't get paid enough. No. It's, they're very clever. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Palace is a great club too. Love them. You know who has a, a fantastic um social media account? Their TikTok is honestly it's one of the best. Watford. Exceptional TikTok account. Do they really, huh? They're just very clever. Like they just use the right sounds and trends like it's, they've always got Fire content
1: was very, very good. You know what? It's it's a lot lot better now, given that now Roy Hodgson's there. He's like the king (laughs) of social media. You know, he loves (laughs) his his TikTok. (laughs) You know what? That's going to become a massive thing, you know, when it even comes to hiring
2: coaches or people like that with that kind of reach. Is that why they hired Deach in Sacramento? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, that Exactly. Yeah, but you know what I, was, you know what I mean. It's he just, just like what Ronaldo brings is like I was just looking at him and Brady and uh, at uh, at Old Trafford and Tom Brady has two and a half million followers. It's unbelievable. Ronaldo oh, that's- has ninety eight million plus ninety eight million. Really, wow! Just on I Twitter, th- I think Ronaldo has more Instagram followers than Kim Kardashian and yes. the other. I yeah, think in a, total, his social media reach is 550
1: million. Well, That's bringing in a Kardashian lot of power. Similar, right? They've kind of reinvented themselves as their careers gone on. She's Brady. Bad. I'm a Brady. Now, like, you know, when 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 Ronaldo first broke through, he he what he was doing on the football field was the same as as Kardashian sex tape. It's like mm. holy shit! What am I watching? I can't take my eyes off this right now. Can they both play like, at, with balls or gold, what? Like,
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Greg has been waiting two years to say that line. Yeah, she's got
1: older. She's kind of redefined herself a bit more legitimate, more of a businesswoman, right? And now he's all oh, business yeah. into the field. Yeah, her latest one was people don't want to work hard enough.
2: <laughs> Jesus. Well, oh, she's worked really hard for you know prisoners' rights and all these things post marrying Kanye and. She's got out of that. Really, She's worked really hard to get out of that marriage. Mm, that's fair she, enough.
3: Yeah, she hustled hard to get out of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, um, we spoke about him meeting Ronaldo on the Sunday show. And then um, shortly after we finished recording, he came out of retirement. So the video, we spoke of the video of them on the field, but no one had really like listened in to like, mic it up. You've seen the play since then, where Ronaldo greets him, and they, I think they might have taken a photo first, and they shake hands. And Ronaldo says, "Hey, like, how are you? They're like, you're you're finished now, right?" And Brady leans back, "Yeah, yeah, I'm finished." <laughs> kissing kissing his teeth. The, when reading the body language, knowing what happened the next day, it is hilarious.
3: Can we Can, really- see, can we revoice that? I think what we should do because I think uh, Sharm's had a really good line where he said something in our dark web about uh, forty four months with the kids and the wife and he's already back out of retirement. If we revoice that you could do Rinaldo's voice and then we could get JC to do Tom Brady's voice. Sharman could be Brady. He's got a colonial accent.
2: Brady played yeah. for new England, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm converse, though, right? The conversation between the two of them are probably like, it's unbelievable. We have the most beautiful women in the world. And I, I love her, but I, don't want to spend 24 hours a day with her. I'm going back mm-hmm. and playing football.
1: She wants to talk to me all day long. i got nothing I just, to say.
3: She asked me what I need, need to do when I go shopping, if I have to buy eggs or not. <laughs> I'm tired of buying eggs.
2: <laughs> I, I remember defending Cristiano Ronaldo's move to Manchester United when you all said, oh, what a mess. He's going to ruin this team. And I said to all of you, I'm like, he plays there for two years. He's going to uh, positively impact them for five years. Because he's gonna work with Greenwood, who'll never play again, Rashford, who looks horrendous, and Sancho, who we're questioning considerably. But his impact we so, so far reaching, like we can't even it's it's immeasurable. And sure enough, Tom Brady, American football's greatest quarterback, goes to watch world football's greatest player. The man who played for New England goes to England and realizes, fuck, I got to come back to the
1: end. It was you're already done. That his, impact, his impact laid actually in the NFL. Well, not in soccer at all. So it was a huge impact on football. Yeah. It's not, exactly. not our football. It's on the other football. You know You're right, but I apologize for making fun of you when yeah. you said those ridiculous comments.
3: Ron- Ronaldo is the uh, Tom Brady already done. <laughs> He retired again. <laughs> What so, Greg, at, as a former player, do you understand, though,
1: from Brady's standpoint? I mean, he, he looks bad, right? I mean, it's a bit embarrassing. Oh, there we go. 413 million followers. Is that Instagram there, JC? I can't see. Ronaldo, 413 in- million. What? On Instagram alone. Half a billion followers.
2: Brady you has post? a lot of promotional stuff for these shit companies that he attaches it's about a million and a half bucks for every one. Because it's going out Acorn, to a Stale- super
1: number. Think about how much we cost to get 30 Prime on there.
2: Huge, well, a, a million, over a million, a million. Yeah, yeah. is yeah, yeah. But if we could ever get, you know, if we get Pedro Pinto on the show and Pedro Pinto says some glowing things about Ronaldo, then Ronaldo reposts it, then all of well, a sudden, yeah.
0: here's something. If if we could get. Uh, uh you know ronaldo as you know t- to promote us he is he has over he has 100 million more followers than the next top fall fo- or top celebrity on instagram
3: Who's who number is three, Kardashian?
0: it very very close it is kylie Grande? jenner yeah the sister kylie jenner oh, oh right right and then from that can you can you guess number three it is an athlete it is an athlete. Uh, this is this is a footy prime instant trivia question. Who is number three on Instagram? Messi. Yeah, LeBron Messi. James. LeBron James is incorrect. Dan Wong. Okay. Uh... no, I'm sorry. The answer is Dan Wong. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually very close. It is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh. Uh, mm. uh... This has been another Footy Prime instant trivia question. I think I did a book with the wrong Dwayne for Reach.
1: But I mean, out of those 400 million, it's probably 50 million bots. So it's only like 350 million. <laughs> right. No, that's yeah.
3: fair. It's fair. Hey, uh, yeah. the wrestler guy died. Which too.
2: Is en- Razor en- Ramon. Which is, which is engagement numbers. That's what we're <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You, you do want to know, Craig. Corporate <laughs> Craig over here sussing through the data. It'll How many live. impressions? <laughs> Could you imagine if you were him and you got your actual alerts? Set up on your phone notifications, <laughs> your notifications. what would that actually sound like? Would it just make some kind of weird sound? Like it would be, constant. be constant dinging, it, it would constant-
0: just be- <laughs>
2: it would sound like <laughs> the heart rate meter, right? When the person dies, because it would just be <laughs> constant and you'd be dead like from social.
1: <laughs> sure. But, Craig, so, so Brady spends you know six weeks in retirement. And all joking aside, I mean, I, I guess he's probably being criticized. It doesn't look good, right? I mean, come on, man. Like, Jesus, it's a huge deal. It was six weeks ago, and now it's a huge deal again. But do you understand, as a former athlete, like, when you do hang him up, like, it isn't just your day-to-day routine that changes. Everything changes, right? Do you understand why you figured out, man, I I can't give this up just yet, if I can play? Well, it's just interesting that he didn't put that thought. I mean, he's
2: put that thought in for the last five or six years. Every single off season, it's been the same situation, right? I mean, he's he's been phenomenal. I think he can play again. He, what he does, the way he plays, never relied on scrambling, as he Dan never. And if he's protected, which they've just big contract the big cent, didn't he? There's a big three year contract for the center. Yep. Yep. if he can get protected and you give him time, he's going to be fine.
3: Be Plus, helmets—the helmets, the helmets are, are all bigger now, so even if he gets hit in the head, it hurts less. They've got better knee braces, all that kind of stuff. I mean, the protection he gets to wear with the flap jackets—you yeah. know—you you really have to be—they're they're not allowed to hit quarterbacks anymore. Yeah, yeah the protection you and land,
2: rules. You can't land solid. on them.
3: Can't so do anything.
2: If you, if you land and tackle the quarterback. You have to, you watch
3: them now, they have to, you know, roll yeah. off them. And if they're yeah, seen you land on them, yes, you're and, he, and he doesn't flag. scramble and he doesn't scramble, so he won't get uh, head first hit, right? He'll just get jumped on and that's the yeah, end, pulled down. I mean, it's he could play for another 10 years with that arm.
2: He probably it seems could, odd, right? doesn't it? Just the whole situation, it just seems very odd that, like, is it? Did he do this all on purpose? Was it all a, a a thing? And then he ends up. I mean, I don't. This decision was made before Ronaldo. I'm certain of it. I mean, he's uh. been invited over there by the same owners of Manchester United. Do you think it was to see Ronaldo play? Honestly, I I truly believe that he wasn't truly committed to the decision and the team wasn't committed to him leaving you could see by the kind of the moves that they made leading up to the playoffs and just so far in the offseason they they don't seem to have you know truly addressed it they didn't go chasing any other marquees they weren't in the mix for landing russell wilson or any of these other deals so mm-hmm. i think the team always held out hope that look, this guy's not really committed it won't take much why don't we send him over with the owners and try and swoon him and it was prawn sandwiches and I look at the greatest hey you know you guys are like the same age Like Yo, you need, need to stop think. right
1: now you need They're to just stop right now space. not only is fucking hell B you and Ronaldo there's something wrong there there's obsession <laughs> you have I can, I can get over the fact that you he think he's the best ever that's fair enough but now now he can convince the greatest quarterback of all time to keep playing where right. will his where does his, his skill set his talents end Let's send him to Mariupol and see if the fighting
2: stops. Right, <laughs> it might. Yeah, it, maybe it will. It, maybe I, I can What, what you know? Russian soldier would want to wow. keep on what, going. What must and he that do? And all those in the way. What must he do for you to start judging him? Oh, trust. I've, I judge him. Uh, he, he's not able to enter the United States. I've not forgotten that.
1: That's uh, you know. You just kind of dismiss it selectively.
2: No, it's just that you know when it comes to uh, separating the art from the artist. And we've had this conversation before about music. Like, do you, have you stopped listening to Michael Jackson and or R. Kelly? Now that we know you're a big hip-hop artist. Yes. Oh, yes. I, 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 I listen
3: more. I listen more.
2: R. Kelly's Christmas album is the best Christmas album around. JC, Wonger, we'll give it a listen. Maybe I listen
3: Christmas to Gary Twitter. I go and I hang out. I put on old Gary. What's his name? Jimmy Savile Show. Oh, geez. it's Amazing. <laughs> You hey, Savos Time
2: Travels is a Bing great album. Crosby. You can't beat Bing Crosby. Come on, give that a break.
3: No, he beat his kids. That's why you can't beat him. Oh, did yeah, he? but yeah,
1: you're right. Oh, I'm yeah. With Craig. Bing Crosby's got the best I Christmas album. Way better than R. Kelly. Having never listened to R. Kelly. I
2: yeah. wasted uh 19 pounds on Dion Dublin's Christmas album. Remember when Dion Dublin created this percussion instrument? It was called the Dew. It was like a box and it was like this, you know, (laughs) plexiglass material. It was like, yeah. So it was a percussion drum, but it was literally a cube that they called the dube. So he was hiking these and this is before he started doing home renovation shows. And Dion Dublin, for those who don't know, is the reason I love Aston Villa. So I hear that he's got this album out and it's at... All the big department stores. I've got a couple friends that were making some trips. You got to get me one. You got to get me one. Like, man, I just wasted an hour. Like, I went all the way across the Selfridges to get you this stupid CD. Like, it better be good. I put it on. There's not one bloody dube on there. It's just a bunch of, like, would-be, wannabe, up-and-coming, looking to make a breakout artist that put together a bunch of bloody Christmas covers. There wasn't one drum at all except him kicking them on the cover. That was it.
1: So it's his, his, his choices of his personal favorites. That seems to like be the case. Um, now that's what I call music featuring, you know, Dion Douglas, now that's what I call music for. You know, all these great songs from the past 12 months. Really? sucker? I that's never sick. knew that. Me or him? Who's the sucker? You. Damn right. <laughs>
2: I, and I yeah. looked the next year for volume two because I thought he must have corrected it. He must have got a bunker in <laughs> volume two. You know what, though? The craziest shit over there like can get to the top ten or even number one, like, sometimes. around. Remember the chicken time. song
1: by uh, Sping Emish, Craig? Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Throw a chicken in the air, put a detcher up your nose, fly a jumbo jet, and pretend your name is Keith. Na-na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na-na, na That's number one for weeks. What year? Yeah. What year? I got to look it oh, up. Oh, 88, maybe? I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah, what was it was Spitting Image. No. The chicken Song. After that, it would have been in the 90s. No, it wasn't. I was in England still. I was in England still. Yeah. Find really? out here, right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, Spitting Image. Ah, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Um, the chick- I think it's a chicken song. The chicken song. Here what it about is. one the-
0: pound fish? Do you guys know
1: one pound fish? No.
0: So it was a it was a a fishmonger in a in a somewhere in the UK, and he had this song, and it was I'm just gonna sing it my way, which is Come on, ladies, come on, ladies, one pound fish. Come on, ladies, come on, ladies, one pound fish. Have a have a look, one pound fish. Have a have a look, one pound fish. Fish to the one pound fish to the one pound. Have a have a look, one pound fish, and it made it onto. Uh, Britain's Got Talent and I believe it was remixed and got into like the top 10 and it was really just this guy just enticing people to buy his fish really great (laughs) I don't do it justice whatsoever but please check out One Pound Fish
1: sounds amazing here we go one second I'm playing the chicken song for you here we go it's
0: the time of With the curly, curly hair, I'll
1: make you another song. <laughs> For the round holidays and naughty eight, 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 in a million different ways. From the shores of Spain to the coast of Southern France, no matter where you hide. You just can't escape this dance. Hold a
0: chicken in the air. Stick the a chair on your nose. Buy a jumbo jet. And then bury all your clothes. Make your left knee free. Then extract your wisdom teeth. Form a spring set, And pretend your name is king. Wow! Wait a
2: second. England's got talent you know Wonger we don't do a lot of video content Boy. anymore but uh, I think we're going to have to grab that we're going you. It, the words throughout that whole bloody chorus do you listen to this song like routine a lot yeah most
3: nights it reminds me of a little bit of the old uh, there's two big songs from the 70s that stood out to me one was the streak oh yeah they call him the streak boogie De boogie day. That was one and that one by the Rovers should have been the whiskey might have been the gin. Remember that could've one? It'd have been a 2 or 6 by I don't know but, but look, look at, at the base. i
2: what in, in could have. <laughs> whiskey.
3: That's <laughs> was an 86, a 86 a by the way. Jesus 86. Wasn't it it that was-, was
2: the last time Duggan the slug made the World Cup. Um, no, no, no the original the Rovers yeah, the Rovers, but Doug and the no. Slicks did that. The,
1: were they? Uh, oh, they? They did. A, did a no, they love right? the they love the novelty novelty songs over there, right? They always have. Yeah, yeah. Hey, who back was to the, football. Yeah, who, who, football? There, who there's was some the football good team,
2: news. Right? There's some news out, out right now that the uh, the Ricketts family, who own the Chicago Cubs, and a consortium are trying to buy Chelsea. Right.
1: right. Mm-hmm. You now the Ricketts family. I, I saw today a story drop that the owner, the, the 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 old guy Ricketts, I think his first name. Old man Ricketts. They, 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 they found old man Ricketts. <laughs> old man Ricketts. They found some um, some emails, anti-Muslim oh. emails, from uh, I'm not sure from when. Um, I just saw it on on one of the rags today. So um, obviously it's legitimate because the rags
3: are digging up dirt on these people. I, I'm always, I'm. whenever it's one of these old guys, I'm like, of course he's racist. He was born and brought up in the 1920s when people were colored. You know, like, what are we talking about? I'm always yeah. amazed that, the, that people are su- either surprised or want to judge people on that at some point. Uh, well, I have to be honest, because I'm sitting there going, "Yeah." if you have said, hey, I've changed and all this, it's not like Trump who doubles down. You know, has uh it has the FBI charging him with, you know, hey, tenant, uh breaking the Tenant Act and kicking out black people. And then in the 90s, yeah. putting a, a full page spread of getting these guys shot who were all innocent. You know, you're, you're sitting there going, you know, if someone's changed and evolved, there's going to be a legacy of seeing if they really like that. Now, that being said. Does it really matter that he, he doesn't like Muslims when you have the Saudis owning uh Newcastle? You have uh we have Roman owning Chelsea. He's a big old oligarch. They've made it, they they even track down his money. Like this is so dumb now. There's no one with clean money who can afford an EPL team. Let's be no, honest. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. There's also a Saudi the Saudi media, Saudi media group are putting a bid into apparently for Chelsea. So it could be another Saudi consortium. Yeah, so you're right. It's, it's fit in person, fit in proper person's tests. It, it means nothing. So sadly, yes. these people.
3: Sorry, Sharms sure. and B is it the Saudi media group that own Bn. No, that's Al-, J- Al Jazeera. Yeah. Oh, it's Al Jazeera. It's okay. it's
2: not the same. Now Bn is actually Qatari owned. The mm-hmm. Saudi, the Saudi media group um, is reportedly worth over a trillion dollars. So they would even be wealthier than the PIF that owns Newcastle. But this group um, has no ties to the Saudi royal family, supposedly. But Mm -hmm. obviously, being the Saudi media group, they're very under the watchful eye of uh, Mohammed bin Salman. So that's very hard to believe. Yeah. But $2.7 was the uh, offer. And Mm -hmm. to go back to our Sunday show again, prognosticator Craig Forrest had said, you know, uh roman thinks he's getting three billion pounds get out of here no one's doing that 2.7 billion hold on a second that's 300 million less he's that is nowhere near three billion (laughs) (laughs) fair enough but what's insane is that's 2.7 billion more than newcastle was sold to the saudis for so we mm. talk talk about raising the bar, right? And this is the thing with valuations. We talk about the Leafs being a billion dollar organization, the Knicks, all this. It's how much someone's willing to pay for you. And when mm. the Clippers were taken away from Donald Sterling, and the Microsoft Ballmer bought them for two billion, all of a sudden that raised the floor. That you know, no one really knew what it was to begin with, and all of a sudden, all of these
1: organizations are billion. So, but the reality is, the reality is to be is that. Um a stadium and club in West London is just naturally worth way more than uh, a an older stadium in the northeast of England. But two point seven billion, this is the
2: gap we're talking here. We talk about the gap in football in general. And but they need a new stadium. They do.
1: Yeah. Or, or invest in the current stadium. You know, we've seen that done a, a lot, but we're talking hundreds of millions there. Why but don't it's, they a, just bully, go, go it's a bully go buy Brentford
2: move. for five bucks just down the road. And spend a billion, and you're still better off. But it's a it's a bully move, and we've all you know been in the housing market in the last ten years to see what that's like. Someone just wants a place, and they come in with an offer that they know is stupid, and hope that that's enough to thwart any other onlookers away. No, not a chance. The Ricketts family or anyone in American business is looking at spending that type of money. The Saudis, the Saudi media group, knows they have to overpay. They know that they're going to be run through the ringer for the proper person's test. They're not only paying that premium. But they want to shut everybody else up, all the other doubters about their you know, seriousness and commitment and wanting to get involved in said project, that
1: they'll just write the check for it. That's what they're looking to do with that money. They're also more likely to be a benefactor opposed to a sustainable ownership structure, right? Whereas, you know, I think the uh, the Cubs ownership group would be coming in there thinking, okay, we'll, we'll buy this club and we'll make it sustainable. We won't spend more than we're making. You know, you can still be a very competitive team. Whereas the Saudi group may be more likely to follow the Roman model where I own enough finances myself. We can't afford mm. all these players. We can't afford to contend against the PSGs and Man Cities without my personal cash mm. box helping out here. So it's gonna be yeah. fascinating. The deadline's Friday, right? For bids. So this yeah. could happen pretty quickly, and it has to, because if, if it doesn't happen, then this team could be going into administration, you know, towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um it's a, it's also, a little bit like, oh, sorry, 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 I
2: uh, just I'll just add that like it's a kind guy of like Stan Kroenke for instance. Since he, he's into it for, for not into it, like for you know, sport washing or anything like that. He owns teams because he's trying to make money off them. And that's what he does. And then you look so at Craig, we know do... how those guys make their money
1: off paying low wages everywhere and So what's the what's a bigger I evil, Craig, for you? Is it is a bigger evil sport washing or is it some guy looking at as his own personal cash box and just make money, money, money to hell with the actual, you know, soul of the sport? Oh jeez. that's a good question, man. Oh man, <laughs> none of it's good. I think it's got to a, a a
2: space now. It's you know, you talk to West Ham fans online, and they're all like, you know, we need to invest. We need to invest. It's like, yeah, because your owners are they're just millionaires. They're not billionaires.
3: Well, yeah. and the other another breaking story, guy guys, is uh, Craig's favorite player, and I don't know why it's his favorite player.
2: At Ben Arfa,
3: no, it's Kurt Zuma yeah there he's appearing in court and i don't know why he's your favorite player especially recently greg i'm not sure why him kicking a cat made him your favorite <laughs> greg, player you're but such a uh, <laughs> but he's him and his brother and this brother i don't know how this brother and him are still standing together like his brother I, wouldn't that ruin your brotherhood hmm. if, oh i think it i think it has they're appearing in court together the RSPCA start process of bringing prosecution against the pair after the video of the West Ham star drop kicking his pet went viral. Now, the yeah.
1: RSPCA is the Royal Society of Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, so it's an animal yeah. group, right? I'm not sure yeah. what what
3: power it's, they have in the court. No, no, it's it's uh, it says, it's set to be prosecuted under the Animal Welfare Act. Now, okay. I'm just kidding about Craig, but you uh, you love cats, dude, so and Zoom you, is a good player too. Is he ruined? Is, this goes back to Michael Jackson and Jimmy Savile. Can you cheer for him anymore? Well, let, let's not compare Kurt Zimmer to Jimmy Savile just yet. Okay. He, he kicked his cat and his cat's
1: fine. Okay. He didn't sexually abuse you don't know that. decades, children. You don't know that.
2: <laughs> yeah. over decades with the help of the royal family. The, <laughs> the, men- the mental health of that cat for the rest of its <laughs> life. Come on. <laughs> Got Wong, are you really jumped to some fucking conclusions?
3: <laughs> I'm queuing it up today. This God. is all queue. 15 yeah. minutes. All my conspiracy theories. Have we yeah. spoken
2: about the Champions League at all 50 minutes into no, the No, no. I keep meaning to. Okay. We, we
1: talked about United. All right. So United are out. They, they've gone. United, uh, by the way, Ronaldo, no shots on <laughs> goal. First time in years. He's done that. Pathetic. Um, <laughs>
2: Chelsea. It's also, hey, did you see this? That the two years in a row now for the first time since 05. Two years in a row that... Uh, Ronaldo and Messi have not been in the quarterfinals or farther in the Champions League. I don't feel like I'm missing them, though, do you? I know you're missing Ronaldo, but I, I don't me- feel like
1: I'm I- missing them. Nah,
2: you know what? I think it's more the realization that this incredible era with the two of them at the top of their game being at the top of the game, it's it's over now, right? It's They, they might still be, arguably, we could say, you know, one, two in the world, but that gap to three, there's 20 names for three. Whereas before, maybe there was two for whoever finished third in the Ballon d'Or. But like, they're not, they're not going to be the best anymore going forward. And they're so, not going so to
1: like, be the best. It's a bit like for so many years, Jimmy Savile was the most evil entity in the world. And now it's Kurt Zuma. So it's the end of an era. <laughs> right? It's a bit like that.
2: People love Jimmy Savile for a long... I love Jimmy Savile. Uh, I, I love to him every Saturday. Hmm. I love my Savile Row suit that I have in the closet. Have you got one? One. Really? How much that cost you? No idea. It was my purchase. (laughs) I always thought Jimmy was
3: creepy. Jimmy Brandon is creepy. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) right. So,
2: Atletico Madrid are through at the expense of Manchester United. uh, Chelsea
1: beat Lille today. Uh, John David got the start, but uh, Chelsea prevailed. Villarreal, late goals, three late goals take care of Juventus guys that as well
2: I watched both of those games at the same time uh mildly distracted but I'll say this the Chelsea really impressed me because I thought one seal match had scored there that o- to lil went up first and took the lead on the night I thought Chelsea was going to be on the back foot they came out quickly a couple of quick goals and they just honestly they looked dominant they they bloody looked like champions they didn't look phased by any of this uncertainty and bullshit happening in the offices they they played their match and and they're one of the best <laughs> absolutely and Juve... Looked horrific at home. Awful to lose 3 0 at home to the Europa League winners. I think people thought there was a chance that Villarreal went through. That wasn't a shocker, but the way that they did it, they manhandled Juventus. The atmosphere sounded dull there too, didn't it? Well, it sucked the life out of it. But didn't in it general, don't. I think, you know, Juve, much like United, right? Juve are used to not just being the top, but being dominant. So they're kicking around second and third, they're points mm. off the title um the that fan base like is not you know super passionate but not loyal in that sense the ride or die they they expect to win right yeah they do how, how do
1: you feel about your your benfica like fluking it against ajax oh, oh, i ajax. can love Passion it grab you kidding me jesus christ yeah, it,
2: they all count however it happens brilliant and whoever gets them next will be uh will wanting to draw them <laughs> to run through them but hey. To get to the uh, – you know what it means? Just reaching the quarterfinals means they're going to lose nine starters instead of seven. That's the difference. In the summer window, they'll lose nine of their starters, including Darwin Nunez. the Uruguayan who I've, I always rave about or I've uh, several times brought up Darwin Nunez, one of the most underrated forwards in football at the moment. Uh, he's going to go for big money, and if he can perform in the quarterfinals, he'll go for even more
1: all right um almost out of time should we move on to some uh footy picks i really hope to have the original singing this today because he he failed the show um but uh Wonga, are we gonna play a recording or just uh, do something new ourselves what's, what's going on here
3: uh you know what that was a good i'm gonna drop in the recording so yeah do that three That's two it. one are you ready Yes, sir. It's 40 Pigs. It's 40 Pigs. It's 40
0: Pigs. On 40, 40 Prime. Prime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now you go, Sharms. All right. So uh, I'm trying to read you up your text here for the uh, 40 Pigs. Uh, this Villa, is the most confusing Villa and and Arsenal. Villa and Arsenal. Okay, so it's Villa's playing one plus one ninety seven. The draws are plus two thirty six. The gun is plus plus one twenty five. Is that Villa Park, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's uh, over two and a half. All right, Jesus, there's a lot of numbers there. I like the draw. Okay, let's go with the draw there. Yeah, you got draw, draw. and over there, two two. Arsenal coming off a loss. Um, West Ooh. Ham still. They're very much fine here. It's a good match. This sorry, West Ham, Villa. Sorry. Um, coming up a long blue, week. So what are you thinking for this one, B? Uh,
2: so people, you know, expect integrity and uh, honesty here on this program, especially in this segment of the show. So this is uh, Brendan Dunlop, the footy prime host speaking, not Dunlop, the Villa fan. I'll take Arsenal in the under if uh, as the wise bet for your money, place for your money.
1: Spurs West Ham. Um, this is interesting. West Ham, the big underdog here, plus 319. And it's a huge match, this, right? Given that they're racing for fourth place. Um, mm-hmm. Spurs, the last number of games is like win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. They won today, though. Right? So I think they've broken that up, Craig. Okay. So Spurs West Ham, what are you thinking in this one? Uh,
2: I got to take Spurs. I think with the big match that West Ham have uh, this week. And uh, with the injuries that they're getting and have, uh, I think I, I don't see them threatening enough. I think that it's, uh, it's going to be a 2 0 Tottenham win. And that's me, Craig, mm. the footy prime. Wow. Honest Ooh. guy. Both of us going against our Claret and Blues, eh? Yeah, hopefully Weird. we're wrong. But we were really close. We got a lot rate right last week. Oh, yeah. We were smart last week. Last week, we were very good. Do you think that every time a team goes to Brighton and wins that they get more credit because of how we all rate and revere Graham Potter?
1: I think the shine's kind of coming off. Not so much Potter, I think it but is Brighton. Yeah, Brighton started off really well. Remember this season? Almost too well. And I think they, they reached a height that perhaps they couldn't sustain. They're a nice team, and, and they, they play a lovely brand of football, and Graham Potter's going to go to a bigger club at some point. But I think where they are right now is kind of where they should be. Don't you think? And, and the table? It's Brighton, for Christ's sakes. I think so. I think you had
2: picked them to go down at the start of the season. Did I? Well, no. Close to, one of us did. It's possible. One of, I can't remember. One of us had them, or, or was it Palace? You had Palace, perhaps. I had Palace going down,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, <laughs> still much better. <laughs> someone had
2: Brighton at the time, not much better. Uh, I'm going to go draw this one because I think the likelihood of back-to-back two nils for a team like Spurs is just impossible. So they did it on Wednesday. They're not going to do it again at the weekend. So I'll go with a draw and uh, evaluate it, plus 319.
1: I got a feeling about West Ham. And so, I know you're saying, Craig, and they are looking really tired right now. Mm. But I just don't trust Spurs' inconsistency. I Same. Just don't trust them, and and I like the number attached to, to West Ham in this one. It's uh, it's pretty juicy. So that's my thoughts on that.
3: Um, just before we uh, we'll drop in. But any, you guys didn't give a score, and I'm interested because of the over and the under, which is two and a half.
2: B. I mm, said draw in the
3: first game. Yeah, I, I heard you, Craig, but it was B on the last game and yep. Charms.
2: I'll go one one there with Spurs and West Ham.
3: Really? Okay. So under with all the goals that have been potted this year, eh? I'm going
1: for something a little crazy in Spurs West Ham. It's just to me one of those crazy games. You know, something stupid happens. A 3-2. I guess a
3: 3-2. Yeah, that's great. All yeah, right. I'll shown. drop in. I'll drop in the next piece.
1: Sort of uh, ten cents. There you go.
3: I did want to mention a couple of things. I know we're going to wrap up soon. Uh CF Montreal playing in the Champions, Concaf Champions League against Azul, who played against Forge, right? Cruz Azul. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Cruz Azul. So that'll be interesting. Next week, World Cup qualifying already. Canada's men's national team. Woot woot. Uh, I'd love for you guys to talk about what you're doing. Sharms, you're going down to Costa Rica with Sportsnet. Are you not?
1: Yeah, I'm leaving on Tuesday for Costa Rica and uh, be doing a ton of stuff for Sportsnet down there and I'm sure we'll be dropping in with you boys as well. It's going to be a, one of those weeks, you know, this will be what that week that Canadian fans will never forget. We still talk about Newfoundland back in 85. Um, this is going to be the same, only yeah. with social media involved. It's going to be bigger. It's yeah. going to be something incredible. So if you're a Canadian soccer fan or just a sports fan, it's going to be one of the great weeks of sports for you, I think, coming up. Uh, support that team. Watch them talk about them, and then come out and celebrate against Jamaica on the 27th because Toronto will be hopping that night. And you might be there when they actually clinch if they win. Yep, yep. Even a draw, right? They could clinch. I mean, essentially mm-hmm. a draw That Maybe not mathematically. It means Panama needs to win out and overcome a yeah. 13-goal deficit if Canada <laughs> then drops the next. It's, it's ludicrous. I've got the yeah. connotations written down somewhere. I have a better I mean, chance of getting my finding my ball. <laughs> The simple or it. the jubilani, <laughs> <laughs> the jumbo,
3: <jambolani>. that <laughs> it was a jumbo, well, right? I have no idea where it is. <laughs> B, you and uh, you're going to be doing some stuff with the core on CBC on the heels of the winter Olympics. You're now getting pulled into footy World Cup qualifying with Craig. Yeah, my, doing?
2: my friend and I, Craig Forrest, we're doing something really special with CBC. Uh, this special here around, um, uh, these. This World Cup qualification window. So on the Friday, uh, the day after Costa Rica, uh, a little show to set things up ahead of Jamaica. And after Jamaica on the Monday, we're doing a, a legends show uh, that night. It'll be a digital property that you can find on CBC Sports YouTube and on Jim. And, of course, I'll tweet it and that. But we're going to talk to uh, some teammates of Craig's from the 2000 Gold Cup winning team and some other legends of the sport, both on the men's and the women's side. So we're really looking forward to uh, yeah bringing that to CBC.
1: Awesome. So basically what we're saying is that we're all whoring ourselves out. That's right. And we take, we're going to ride this bandwagon as far as it takes us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If BN Sports want us, we're there. Hopefully it takes us all the way Al-Jazeera. to Al Jazeera. Come and get us. Yes. <laughs> Free Prime brought to you by Gazprom. Yeah. And Fox News. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much. Uh, Deitch, thank you so much, mate. Great to chat to you once again. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> Jimmy, wherever you are, I don't know. I don't know what to say about you ex-footballers. Craig can show up on time. Why can't you?
3: All right, bye. Do you want to say anything, JC, to offer it out?
0: Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino appreciates your business and hope you have a lucky day. Please stay on the line, and we'll be back right after this.